Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Dick Toledo here, and I want to say thanks for downloading, streaming, and sharing everything from our Morning Sickness podcasting page. Today's podcasting content is being brought to you by Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Visit them in Scottsdale off the 101 in Indian School or online at chapmandodge.com. Finally, 2020 is coming to an end, and like you, I'm not even mad about it. In fact, my friends at Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram are celebrating with huge savings. It's Dick Toledo, and with Employee Pricing Plus, you pay what every Chapman employee pays at the Big Finish sales event going on now. So wrap up 2020 with a win this holiday season and enjoy huge savings on every new Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram vehicle. Visit them online at Scottsdale Auto Show off the 101 in Indian School, or simply do it all online at ChapmanDodge.com. Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Get more. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to the Morning Sickness. It's 545. My name's John Holmberg. There's Brady Bogan. Brett Fesley's in the chair. Big Dick Toledo's here. We're ready to go uh, for uh, uh, Tuesday after yesterday's day that will live in infamy. No destruction, uh, no anything. No. It just I was. You heard me. I was talking about yeah. that. I wanted them kind of to lose. If they were going to lose one. That was the one to lose out of conference and everything else. So the Steelers took their, their loss yesterday. So we can kind of exhale and breathe. Don't want them to lose, obviously. Still but they were beat them. up. Oh, man. The end of that game, you're like, there's, I, there's guys on the – I'm a Steelers super fan. I'm like, I don't, know if they, I don't think I know who that is. There's a couple <laughs> guys playing because they got injuries like crazy. They slowed way. Now they got beat up. Three games in 12 days. Finally, that schedule started to just, uh, you know, catches up with you. But now they can reset, be normal again. But I'll tell you what <clears> – <throat> Having never experienced uh, a team that is undefeated as, be, as being a fan, you don't realize how quickly your friends and uh, other fans become cardinal fans, I'll say, from the late 90s. Prima donnas about uh, nonsense. It's the end of the world. Their, their lives have come to, oh, this team's done. This, the sky is completely falling. It is, I'm like, they're 11-1. and one. Well, now we just have to hope to hold on to a playoff spot. Oh, I don't see us winning another game. I'm like, oh my god! You well, three games years in twelve of days. We'll do that in a way. <clears throat> How so? That, they, that they've probably seen seasons slip away like that. Never seen an 11-0 season in the first place. No, it, right, exactly. But you got people saying that, that they won't make the playoffs. Like, my, I don't even see them make. I see them. This AFC so stacked. They're going to lose next week. They lose again the week after. Then the Browns are going to kill them. And they'll be eleven and five, and I'm like, you have to calm down. Who do they got left? How's their yeah, schedule? They got a couple of good teams. The Colts are Bills this Sunday, and then the Colts another one. But they get the Bengals again, and they just need some recovery time. Yeah, yeah. Right, look, they're they've got kind of a crap sandwich with the schedule, but this it was fine. And the Redskins are playing for their lives. Redskins aren't terrible. 
They're well, just their schedule sucks, and they started the season awful. It's funny because <clears throat> at Medea's Bar, there's uh, there's a good handful of uh, Steelers fans there, and they were basically we're the same way. Yeah, they were basically the same way. They're kind of like, oh. eh, if this this is probably the game we're going to lose, and I'm like, <coughs> and they're like, no, it, but that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. The you smart know, ones not, know that, it's right? Like, yeah, we lose this out of conference game, you're still the number one seed. Yeah. Oh, I had to talk people off the ledge yesterday, and they're like, you're you're not even bothered by it. I'm like, first off, I'm just a fan. I'm not. I'm not getting paid by this. It bothers me when they lose, but Jesus, God Almighty, you what? don't have to. There's a reason why one team's done it ever, the undefeated thing. One team. Every other team in the history of football. And keep in mind, when the 49ers went 15-1, and a very average to bad Steelers team beat them. The one loss was a you know Mark Malone-led Steeler team yeah. on a controversial That's touchdown right. to John Stallworth, but they probably shouldn't have won the game. But still, they did. I seen some idiots, some dolphin fans that I know, and they're like, oh, "Yeah, well, there you go, still dolphins on the film." Like, yeah. dude, you weren't even born when that <laughs> right. happened. You got nothing to dance about. They can dance. I'll give them that because it's still fifty years, forty-eight it's years amazing. now, yeah, and nobody's right. done it. So it's a uh, yeah. I'm not worried it, it, about that. It, this year had a little bit of a vibe of it. I thought if any season what? they could pull it off, I thought. See, I think this is the hardest year to do it. I thought they were going to have a. <clears throat> I felt the other way. I felt. Like this with could be all the, the one you could schedule moving and all the, the protocols and all the, the pressure of getting your nose swabbed every single day, twice a day, and right. all this stuff. I just didn't. I don't think anybody. That's why I think you're seeing so many teams kind of lay eggs, like you know, like you know, go out and play games like that. They just look beat up. It's a tough year for everybody. So yeah, I just that it surprised me they went 11 and all. I'll take it, but 11 and one, and I got I got dudes that are texting me telling me that it's over, dude. It's all over. Did you? Are you in the fetal position? It's the first email I get somewhere. Yeah, brutalized. But I kind of walked away just exhaling. Even as a fan, you're like, that's crazy. What a run. Cardinal fans, let me tell you. You'll never experience this, but it was pretty fun going 11-0. <laughs> and 0. <clears throat> Pretty neat. I wonder what the Cardinals' best start is in Arizona. They had that 113-3 season. I kind of wonder what their best start was. Let's see if I can find that. That had to be it. Well, I mean, that's a full season. I'm saying as far as their well, start. I'm like, saying, how long have like they gone without start, a loss? They probably went. I don't yeah, I wonder they, if they went the first five games. I don't know. I don't know that they've ever gone like. Their longest streak. Ophers. I don't even know if it's a streak. Just if you've gone, wow, they're 6-0 six, six and oh, or 5. They were pretty good to start this year. And now they've lost like, what, five out of the last six. It's crazy. Foot, uh, fandom is such a weird thing. It, it is so strange because, you know, you get those friends that text that are like, hi, when everything's great. And just there, it's bipolar. I mean, it's the definition of bipolar. You lose your mind over like the bad half or the the play. Every play should be a touchdown. Every play that's not, the coaches should be fired. Every play that uh, the the other team does well, and you got to remember the other team's trying too. Uh, every t- they do something well, your team is uh, is completely finished. It's like guys, there's there's uh, eleven professionals on the other side working too. They lose their minds. That's why the uh, coaches. Try to control expectations <clears throat> completely. Even if you're 11 and 0, look, it's, it's one game, game at, at a time. time. Yeah, you can't do it. We're on to Buffalo. That's how I look. It was, it was, but yeah. a lot of fans set themselves up too. If you know, like, yeah, they don't control. But the people that are on the highs and are like, we're 11 and 0, and talking a lot of oh, even, more smack. Not talk. even that during a game. But that like, can te- that can they lose it play to play. People they go crazy play to play. Oh, there you go. That's what you need. We need to do that every play. If we don't, the coaches should be fired in the yeah. next play. It's like, why are you running into the – you just had a 30-yard – like, God, you can't do the same plays over and over again. We can't, that's for sure. This team's not even going to make the playoffs. I'm like, oh, God. And you just want to tell that guy, just please stop texting me. And You've it's tough. I mean, mind. 
they've had two ugly games. Yeah, they've had kind more of. than two, but they've won them. Who cares? Right. But the the last gotta, two, you, you tell they're a little, uh, little roughed up. Oh, yeah. I got a text yesterday from a guy who says, uh, I'm so sick of losing to these low-end teams. I'm like, dude. 11 and 0, and you're texting me, we're up 17 10. What are you talking about? We always lose to these bad teams. When? <laughs> when is that? I mean, we might lose this game, but when? You know, it's constant. You're, you, it's just spoiled, rotten baby behavior. It's, it's kind of awful. I like, you know, tongue in cheek, throw a little elbow. You know, your team's 11 and 0, 11 and 1, still 11 and 1, still the number one seed. You get the little, you know, the playful banter, but man, in and amongst the team, the fans are evil. They're just, they're, they're just. That's why coaches don't last long. No, I mean, no, it would drive you crazy to be yeah. inside of it, but because you see all the flaws. Yeah, it's funny. It was funny, and uh, everybody, uh, you know, nobody got to watch it yesterday because it was just on the NFL package, which is fun. So people Judge were, Judy, I was getting a lot of texts yes, from people. I got to. Yeah, you're watching like, the Judge it. Judy. Judge Judy's great. But I get texts from people like, "I'm going to give you updates." By the by, I'm not a uh, you know an update guy. I'm not going to be the guy to get it breaks down. Hey, I don't have the game. What's going on? Uh, what's going on is you're too cheap to pay for the package. Yeah. If you paid for the package, you wouldn't have to ask me. Well, I just want to know what's going on. How are we looking? Uh, pay for the package. You'll know for yourself. I'm not. You don't a, put a highlight yeah, package. No, together? I'm not an update service. <laughs> I'm not an update service. I'm actually watching the game, so I'm too busy to. Yo, but dude, <clears throat> I don't have the package right now. Yeah. Okay. Well, looks like you need a second job or something. I don't know why. What are you talking about? You didn't have the Holmberg red zone going on or what? <laughs> yeah, get a little Zoom thing going. You guys aren't going to believe what I'm paying for and watching myself. It's now it's time for me Your to give ears you updates. are giant. Siciliano. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's hilarious. But, yeah, it was a, kind of eye-opening yesterday to see, oh, this team needed to get kicked in the nuts once to settle these fans down a little bit. Man, oh, man. I don't know who I'm talking to out there. Cardinal fans, you'll never experience that 11-0 thing. Bears fans? I don't know. 85, we did it. Bengals, yeah. you're never going to be 11 and 0. So it's kind of talking in rare air. So that's the that's the silver lining of it all. And then yesterday, the bad. I knew yesterday was trouble because uh, uh, just one of those things where you're like, uh oh, things aren't necessarily going to go right. I went to uh, talk to Megan. I said, let's grab lunch. And I've been trying to talk her into going to this place by our house because I think the name is hilarious. Uh, it used to be called the Armadillo Grill. But now it's called Brenda's Inferno. And I love the name of Brenda's Inferno. Right? It was on Bar Rescue. I, I didn't know that, right? I, I can't yeah. tolerate Bar Rescue. It. It's just such an awful show. And that oh, big, it is. That it's slack-jawed, just... loose-mouthed, weirdo, taffer guy. Oh, he's awful. So uh, I'm watching, or I'm, I'm in there. Yeah, his mouth just starts going. And his <laughs> eyes are going to pop out, yeah, I think. It, it looks like he's, he, he's like Gungan from us. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I just can't stand watching the dude. The grease trap. So uh, we go in there. I didn't know it was uh, a thing. So they haven't done much to the outside. They painted it and then put a sign up that says Brenda's Inferno. And I'm like, what does that mean? It sounds like Brenda may have something wrong more than it is. You know, you don't want someone's blazing fire. Isn't there a flaming... uh 
pepper in the bar yeah, in the, the back of the bar. Yeah, the pepper in the eye yeah. has, a, has a pepper. And it's kind of a neat logo. Yeah. I like that. They should just call it Inferno. I don't know. What, I don't know. Uh, Brenda seemed like a nice lady yesterday, but I don't know that Brenda needs to be part of the marquee. Brenda's not a name that makes you go, ooh, Brenda. Brenda's a mom or an aunt or a teacher or, you know, Brenda's almost a Karen. Brenda's, Brenda's never the, the you know, like, you know, I, na- I met this chick the other night. What's her name? Brenda. And all your friends go, ooh. <laughs> no, Brenda's kind of brings to mind. <laughs> She's on fire. A lady with big round glasses and kind of the bob haircut. Like, I don't, although this Brenda was a, a pretty lady. Uh, but Brenda, I just, so immediately, if it's my bar rescue, I kill the Brenda part and I just call it the Inferno. So we go in pleasantly surprised, like the inside of the Inferno is pretty nice. Yeah. So I go in there and like get these fried pickles. Now I used to order this when I'd get drunk late night. You could order uh, Armadillo Grill, which used to be there, and they had good bar food, and I'd have it. You know, they did uh, DoorDash and stuff. So I'd fire over a little one a.m. fried pickles and things like that. There's Brenda's Inferno on their screen. Yeah. Yeah, it looks different now. So you got a different menu here? Is this what you're uh, looking? That's at here? the Inferno menu. Okay. So I get the pickles. They're great. But they were, uh, they were inferno, right out of the inferno. They were so hot, the inside of my mouth. I don't know if I'll have COVID or not, but I know for the next few days I'm not going to taste anything anyway. So I, the lady warns us, and Megan's always up my ass about, uh, she said it's hot, now don't just eat it. Because I eat scalding hot stuff right out of the yeah. oven. And, eh, Love it. I'm pretty numb to it, but when it squirts the uh, deep fryer pickles juice, are a little pickles are level. tough because yeah. it just gives you deep fryer grease. It's boiled water yeah. in a right. Take a bite. <laughs> you hear the Brenda's <laughs> Inferno is in my mouth, and uh, Megan looks. How do you do that? I'm just playing it cool and fine. Mm, I'm talking about, and it is the worst. Scalding. scalding my entire mouth. <laughs> so she's like, "That's crazy." She goes to take a bite, and her face. I'm not kidding. From like a cartoon colored her in chin to forehead, bright red, and then she looks at me <laughs> like she's mad at me because I can do it. How do you do it? Her eyes fill with just tears. Did steam come out well, of her ears? It was just like that. And I start laughing. <laughs> then I forget and I take another bite of these Brenda's Inferno pickles and <laughs> another scorching. So my mouth is completely just scalded. And you know we're enjoying our time. I can't taste a thing from here on out. Everything is just were they paper. Um, Slices or spears? Spears, long. Oh, that's even more. That's a good way, yeah. Just, I'm done. So uh, I'm looking around Brenda's Inferno, and I talk to the bartender, and I'm like, you did a nice job on the redo here. I said, how long has this been open? She told me. And she goes, we were on Bar Rescue. I'm like, oh. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's still good. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, I think a 5% success rate after that guy leaves. Uh, so uh, she's like, and I said, yeah, they did a nice job. The interior looks really good. I said, but one problem, Brenda's Inferno. I don't know if this John Taffer guy from Bar Rescue is he's, a He's 50-50 on the rescue. <laughs> he's not 50-50. He's 5%. <laughs> they give an update. They can the give thing, an update. But on it's, They're 5%. You can tell which Matt. ones aren't. It's like rehab. It doesn't work. You get 5% of the people that go in that want to do it, do it. The rest of them are like, we're just going to run the same business with new yeah, paint. It's, yeah. yeah. Look, if you were failing the first time and then you throw in all the new paint and stuff, you're going to have a boost. It's up to you to keep it alive. Most of them don't. I don't know. Brenda might do it. Brenda and might pull And they're coming in, uh, how much in the hole? You know, everything's exactly. 300000 to where, a million bucks. Where was yeah. the, the thing that you said? And usually you have to give that dude a piece of the next thing because they don't just do this for free. No. Sometimes uh, they ask for How he's parlayed it now is he has uh, other businesses like he has a – Liquor, oh, he sells them the stuff. The hardware. Right. right. Oh, that's him? That, yeah. Uh, the, yeah, that's his, uh, you know, it can monitor your liquor com- yeah. supply. 
Oh, you know, okay. Supplies. So he's oh he's and dipping all over all the place, that, um, like Gordon Ramsay. It's it's memberships. Basically, you pay yeah. twenty bucks a month to have this. All of Ramsay's uh. all of Ramsay's stuff closed. He folded every shop because he'd go and also give me ten percent of the profits after I leave. And the people are like, we'd have we're out. What's seven hundred thousand dollars in the hole? Ten percent. And then he'd leave, and they'd be handing him. They're like, we got to close. So anyway, I'm looking around. The one thing he didn't do. This sounds bad, but it's true, and this is a fact. Yeah. Is that if you want to change Brenda's Inferno and get started with a new world, you got to get rid of the riffraff. The regs? Yeah. They're still there. They, they, the armadillo regs are still there. Yeah, and I they, saw. And they look like it. There's some off-track betters. Yep. That uh, if, you know, you're like, I saw this on Bar Rescue, and you go in there, I swear to God, you know that little weird cartoon that's on the back of some Mexican Chevys of the, the dude in the glasses and the hat? And he's in the, the little cholo the looking little guy. Cholo dude. Yeah. Yeah. He was there yesterday. I saw him. I'm like, you jumped right off the back of a Mexican Chevy window, came to life, and are betting on ponies in Florida right now. And he's sitting there, and you're like, all right. And then a dude next to him, who is probably 38, but he looked like he was about 72. Life's been rough. And he's just dropping uh, beers, but he's got a beer. Brady, it would be like if you and I went to lunch and you broke out your uh, your copious amounts of pills you need to take all day long. <laughs> your massive amounts of like blood pressure. This keeps my blood in my veins. This keeps my eyes from popping out. This keeps my heart from stopping. The guy's dropping pill. Each pill gets a swig of Budweiser. <laughs> He's dropping his pills with Bud. That'll break it down better. So somebody needs to go in. And I came up with the idea yesterday of if you want your bar to succeed, you got to start shaking off the fleas. You need me to do that You'd for think you? Maybe the redesign might do that a little, but it didn't. It didn't. They're it still enhanced there. It. And it makes you go, oh, I see. I don't so, think Brenda wants the fleas in there, but they're there every day, so they're good for a few bucks. Plus, they keep that off-track betting thing alive. Must be a huge moneymaker, the OTB. Must be. Yeah. Because uh, otherwise, you shut that down and you send the fleas somewhere else. It's, it's kept places open. <laughs> Because that's really very little business on the restaurant side of it. The only reason that uh, Megan wouldn't go back with her pals is because of the fleas. Well, when Miss America and the pageant comes in. <laughs> right. <damn>! Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> they feel like they're going to get annoyed by the little sticker from the Mexican window. Oh, what's up, boy? Hey, baby. You like ponies? No. <laughs> Thanks, Cheech. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. You look just like him. I thought, now for me, I'd want to hang out with a dude. Because I'm like, you are fun looking. Like, you look like a, but, you know, you get your, your family, or your, I guess it wouldn't be a family, but you get, you know, friends and everybody in there, and you start seeing the fleas. Apparently, when it was the Armadillo Grill, I just got a text message. There was a lot, there, it, it snowed a lot in there. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There's a big snowstorm happening quite a bit in there. From, allegedly. From, yes, allegedly. 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 That, but, but not today. That yeah. was back in the day. <laughs> Go snow. Yeah. Well, then there you go. Lots I enjoy skiing it. in there. By the way, <laughs> Brenda super... worked there beforehand. <laughs> well, yeah, it was yeah. Brenda's Inferno before. Uh, it was it was Brenda's Blizzard. That was the other option <laughs> for the night. It was great though. The food was good. It looked really good. And I just thought they're just never going to get like the regs in. And then some other reg came in and goes, "Hey, how you doing?" Everybody, everybody knows each other. I'm like that. I kinda, Norm. I love that yeah. about bars. But that I kind of like. She, this guy comes in. He goes stupid mask and he takes it off she goes you got to be sitting down he goes yeah because that stops it and then everyone's ah, gah, gah, gah. <laughs> and you're like this is like cheers for people who have committed crimes <laughs> but i liked it how's the food great yeah really had good chick parm chick chicks parm i was called chicks parm because that's how i had to write it when i would uh, wait tables 
Uh, but yeah, the chicken parm was good. Megan had a, a Philly cheesesteak, fantastic. He kind of uh, simplified the menu. Their food, it's pretty much the same menu. Their food was great when it was the Armadillo Grill. It was just, that place was, I didn't ever go in there. <laughs> I, yeah, it was, it was fun. But yeah, Brenda, Brenda, you got something there. You just got to, you know, if you want to change it, you got to change your whole, that's the thing that that bar rescue needs to do. Like they did the Georgian Dragon too. You got to change your entire clientele. If you just paint it and the same idiots go in there, you got the same restaurant with new paint. You're not drawing in new people. And when those same, it, you know, the, the big reason why bars fail that are in cool spots that look good are because of the people inside. Well, it took, I mean, look, you were <laughs> one that went around. It, it, it probably got rescued, what, a year ago or something? It was like May, I think she said. I don't know. Was it? Uh, that's yeah. what she said. Okay, so she was on this season. And, you, you know, five months later, you're finally going in there. You're not the only. There's a lot of people that would go in there yeah. that it's. A I didn't know it was on TV. But how much did yeah. it change? It just paint and everything? The, or? the inside looks great. It okay. looks great. Did he open, open up the front a little bit? Did he get rid mm. of some of the uh, mm. lattice no. that blocks it? No. That stayed no. Up. Still the same menu and stuff? or Menu's pretty much the same. He's added some stuff. Some peppers. Yeah, they pepper up things a little yeah. bit. Southwesternized yeah. a lot of stuff. But, but yeah, that, that, you're going to get the regular still coming in. I mean, if everything's pretty exactly much the same right. other than paint. What you got to do is start saying, look, folks, you represent my failure. It's time to slink yeah. your your rust butts out of here because I know you got them. I know you all got them. Get out. And that's the, that's the shame that's, of it all. It's tough, Because that's your, that's your guys. Yep. But like poor cops. they spend money. If you had a bunch of like guys in there that. Because it's true. Of new people, they walk in and see a bunch of like derelict type. They're not sticking around. I felt bad yesterday, yeah. but I'm like, there needs, to be a, there needs to be a Harvey Keitel type guy that goes into these places and goes, you can't stay, and just tells people you got to go. It, it, you're done. You're going to have a hard time um, you know, getting families. I mean, to not go getting in families there. at yeah. all. That's not happening. Well, off-track betting is going to the be OTB. the place where your, kids, your kids aren't going to have. <laughs> Although fun. Unless they, oh, it's a blast. Have you ever done it? Yeah. Oh, there's like almost a stabbing every day. Jeez. I swear to God, every time I've gone to an OTB place, there's one by us here. Went and watched some baseball once, and the dude gets up and he goes, I swear to God. <laughs> and he's yelling at the TV, and he sits down with his friends, and his friend says something to him, and he starts mouthing back, and I'm like, this is the stabbiest situation I've ever been in watching the Cubs and Marlins play. While one TV over, there's three guys whose life depends Chasing. on spectacular Joe's finish. And if it doesn't happen the right way, it is. I can't go home yeah, after this race. This is not going well. I already lost two wives from this stuff. This pony's to keep me with the third. It's bad. Well, there goes the electricity. <laughs> Who needs it? It's summertime. We'll get in the water and we'll stay cool that way. But yeah, it was. Uh, you gotta, you gotta unload the the riffraff. You gotta move out the OTB in that case. So in my in my situation here, what I would do is have Brenda's Inferno, and then close a little portion of it and call it the riffraff room, and have the riffraff from the old place allowed back into this side. You're not allowed in the big house. So, so to speak. segregate the <laughs> uh, segregate the, the riffraff. Okay. Look, if you used to come here. All the great parts of our old place are over here. We're trying to get people with money and normal faces because you can't have a good-looking crowd with riffraff hanging around. Riffraff. They're the death of all uh, restaurants. You wouldn't go into – like you go into a place like Hillstone and you look around and you're like, no, riffraff. And when riffraff shows up, you see it like right away like, oh, what's this guy's agenda? Riffraff. But when riffraff is the norm and you're the weirdo, you got trouble. Texas Grill has – 
survived staring at riffraff and, and housing the riffraff, which I appreciate. But they're, you know. They're not trying to redo anything. Three to five times a week. Yeah. But also the riffraff, like nothing about Texas Grill has ever claimed they wanted to be cool. They just want to load you up, make you full and leave. That's why. The only thing they are. The only thing you can wager on is whether you can finish or not. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and that's of your splitting plates. The only thing you can wager on is whether or not your rascal tires will still be inflated when you leave. Because your big fat ass and is going to pop a couple of those eventually. So that turn- turnover needs to uh, needs to happen, needs to evolve. Oh, but it's uh, don't worry about it. You're, they they hit something without even trying. They got into the gravy vein of America and said, "Look, they're going to be fat for another twenty years. This is the type of food these people are dying for." Now, if at any point Texas Grill wanted to be hip and fit in with all the cool little bars and stuff that are around them, and like start to appeal to the neighborhood that way, they'd die on a vine. Because the good-looking family or the good-looking couple would go in and go, I hear this place is, holy cow, what are these faces doing to that gravy? I just heard that Riff the rap. vaccine is in the gravy starting uh, December 15th. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant marketing. You could reopen Porkopolis for that. Yep. But, uh, yeah, that guy, uh, this guy says, man, that John Taffer dude is scary. He looks like Andre the Giant short. It's true. He does have that same kind of those features. But, yeah, I felt I felt like Brenda – Needed my advice. I didn't give it. I'm like, what you got to do? See that group of dudes over there? They got to go. They're After my regulars. He, that's the problem, Brenda. James Chong and the rest yeah. of them got to get out. Put them in the inferno because you did a lot of stuff here to, to get out of the hole here. And then they're yeah, James Chong has to go. <laughs> they're not even smoking and they make this place, place smell like cigarettes. It's crazy. Who told you that they had a snow problem? Uh, man goop. <laughs> Snow issues, eh? Yeah. I wonder how many of that. It was a blizzard. Look, I got, when uh, Kyle Vandenbosch was here with the Cardinals, he, he was a rookie, and uh, we were talking, and he said, man, I got sat down at the symposium, and then they took us aside here for Arizona rookies and said, here's a list of places you cannot be seen in Arizona. And he goes, is this a big problem? I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. They're mob-run everything. Allegedly. Goes, well, no. Allegedly. The NFL knows about it. <laughs> and they're like, you will not be seen in these places because automatically they're going to tie it back to gambling and everything else. It was the largest witness relocation it's program. Snowy. I don't think we have <laughs> I don't think we have it anymore. I think it's Tucson now. I think it's Vegas, Tucson. I think Flagstaff's got it. I don't think Phoenix is a witness relocation hub anymore because it's like it, I don't know, it's too, too big or whatever. But Sammy the Bull was out here. For Sammy him. the Bull was yeah. here, and the then pills, he just announced The pills have oh, yeah. taken over. Well, they, yeah. I th- well, I think the cartels have basically made yeah. the mob kind of an obsolete thing. But They've oh, out-delivered. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, well, allegedly. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> concierge, uh, concierge service. Oh, yeah. With the, yeah. With the Uber drugs. They'll br- yeah. bring it right, right to your house. house. The, uh, but, yeah, so. There was literally took, a list? Of two pages. Oh, he my showed God. it to me. Yeah. And then, and then there was a, a, a pizza box thing that if the pizza box didn't have the name of the place on it and had the dude throwing the pie in the air, they were getting their boxes through code the family. Right. And the family was taking care of the place. Ah. So whether or not the guy that owned it wanted it, there was some – and I'm like, I don't know if any of this is real or not, but this is what they were handing these guys. Throw anchovies on it, they'd take care of the old lady. (laughs) That's right. It was also – it was the can't-buy-me-love mob. (laughs) See, and I heard that about the pizza – I heard that about the pizza joint by my house. Yeah. 
Ooh. You know which one I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's been there for 30 years right. and has no business. Yep. Yeah. I yep. know exactly which one I'm talking about. <laughs> it was there when we were in high school. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We used to go there for slices. Mm-hmm. It's changed names, but uh, I think it's pretty place. much the yeah. same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And everything Jeez, in that complex, to... with the exception of one thing, has changed. Right. Which is the Mexican restaurant. Yep. Which I've heard also has some ties. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That there's, little, that little a... shopping center is all new now, except for this pizza place that has never had a crowd. Ever. No, I mean, you even talk to people in the neighborhood like, whatever. Like, no, nah, I haven't eaten there in ever. We don't get pizza from there. It's, it's still I know good. three or four. It's got to be, it's, it's gotta be uh, laundering. I don't oh, know yeah. What it is, there, there's some of those restaurants you, you drive by every time and you're like, there is not Like yeah. that, what was that? That Bill Austin's barbecue used oh, to be oh. on Alma School and Baseline. <laughs> there was never like yeah. a car in the parking lot, nope. but it was there for a zillion years. Yep. I, and down the road was Tony Roma's, and we were packed. I only <laughs> wished we had some sort of connection where we could be selling <laughs> stuff out the back door, which we were, but just not the good way. The big apples were filled. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a strange world because I don't know what you dig into. I don't know how many places are snowstorms. <laughs> I, I, I'm so oblivious to that kind of stuff. I'm almost stupid. Yeah, so am I. I, I, just, I walk into a place like, you know, you're in some sort of a, a cocaine warehouse. I'm like, look, we'll, is we'll the food good? We'll keep you open if you c- can clean some cash for us. Yeah, I have no issue with it. I don't care. Oh, I'm, I'm not doing it. So if there's a sting or a bus that day, they're going to catch me with a handful of chick parm or maybe a steak sandwich and just and my scorched mouth going, I don't know. I had no idea. All right, you need to get out of here. You're clearly not the riffraff. Because <laughs> one thing I am, I'm ugly, but I'm not the riffraff. Like, I show up, you know I'm not riffraff. I think it's certain places. Like, if it's a suit and tie place, I'm riffraff. You have to know when you're riffraff, too. Because I know when I walk into these events that I get invited to sometimes and I have to be dressed up, I look terrible. And I walk in like, oh. And I'm standing. I, I remember I, I, the last one I had to go to. I'm standing in the mirror in that suit, and I'm like, Mm-mm. I look like that. I look like I borrowed my dad's clothes. I'm as uncomfortable as I could ever be. And you walk into these things wearing suits and stuff, and I'm like, oh, I'm riffraff. And all the people that are comfortable with it look at you, and they're like, yeah, you clean up nice. That's how you know you're riffraff when people say that to you. You got Troy and Michael next door. How did oh. you? How did you not look? How did you look like you just raided your dad's wardrobe? Look, I went to their gay event and I looked oh, like. Oh, right, well, and, and, I, and I dressed gayer than I've ever gayed up, <laughs> trying to keep up. And I looked. I looked black and white. I didn't look at all. Like I was. And I was the further you removed from that clothing, the, uh, the just the more uncomfortable it feels when yeah. you wear it. I was. Yeah. I'm always the first ten minutes of the Wizard of Oz. When I'm in a suit, I'm black and white, I'm boring. And then all of a sudden you go to the gay event and it's just like, boom, you're in Dorothy's dream and you're still black and white. And I don't know how it happens. I was Pleasantville because I never, ever went to color. I, I'm terrible at it. But I know when I'm riffraff and I know when I'm like, I just don't belong here. You go into the Scottsdale clubs and stuff. I don't know what I, I you try to go in those places. I went with this buddy I do uh, this business thing with. And he's like, we're going to go into this. Uh, I, I don't even know what the place is called. It's in the square. It's across the street from Bottle Blonde. This is months ago. Yeah. And, we, and I had two things in my life I never wanted to do. I went to a, a Phoenix Rising championship game. And then his buddy's like, I got some friends, some investors. We're going to meet over here at this dance Mint. club. I don't know, I don't know yeah. what it was. I don't it's, even know if Mint's still there. No, it's been long ago. World Universe Domination Club, I forget what it's called. I'm standing outside, and I'm like, guys, not me. The world is mine. All. Everybody's <laughs> in these weird kind of uh, capri pants, and I'm just standing outside like, I just, I got nothing here. They wouldn't let us in. <laughs> no, we don't open until midnight. <laughs> Meanwhile, people are just flooding in. I'm like, you don't open until midnight? No, man. Doors open at midnight. No, they don't. There's people going and renting private party. 
no, it's not. Floyd Mayweather's in. No, he's not. And he's like, yeah, we're just letting them in. I'm like, these people are everyday Joes. So you were the riffraff? So I was a riffraff. <laughs> but they did the right thing and said, you can't go in. You'll ruin our rip. We can't have you walking around in there. It makes this place an, uh, you know, a riffraff club. And then all these beautiful people won't show up. So, Brenda, your, my advice to you, the pickles are fantastic. Chick parm was great. That buffalo mac and cheese looks pretty good. Oh, it's great. Pretty grim. The snow, free with every order. <laughs> Loved it. Gotta Bogo. Got to get rid of the riffraff. I'll tell you this. I don't believe the uh, snow thing's still a problem because everybody in there was moving at like one mile an hour. And oh, I, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. He said back in the day it was. Oh, it must have been a long time ago because the dude taking pills and drinking bud was my favorite thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I've never seen. accidentally took Wednesdays. He had Tuesdays laid out. I, I don't know. He had his, he had <laughs> his little pill box with the day of the week. Pill bottle was what the hell? The size it was like a size of a Coke can. And he opened. I've never seen a pill bottle this big. And he goes in and Megan goes, look at that guy. He's taking pills at the bar. I'm like, yeah, well, you know, he's got to survive. It's 1.30. Throws a couple in and it looks around like there's a water. Uh-uh, no. Uh, beer. Beer for high blood pressure pills. That'll get her done. You just can't have that. Tapper would have told her that. But, yeah, I, I felt bad because I'm like, somebody needs to come in here and do riffraff control. That, that would be a good business, Brady. I don't think you could do it. You're too nice to people. I no. think I might be able to. I might be able to velvet rope the Inferno for a little while. So in their center of attention probably wouldn't have worked. <clears throat> oh, just center like of an attention. Day. No, no, no. Center of attention in that place would have been, would have two, been people, the norm. Yeah, two people talking about <laughs> like a great stock day. But the place is beautiful. And I feel bad because I'm like, you went through all this trouble and then these idiots keep coming in. And there's nothing you can do. Uh, on those bar rescues at the end, what's great is they, you know, say in six weeks. You know, sales were up twelve percent. Well, the guy was a million dollars in the hole. Yeah, yeah. And like after they left a couple weeks later, it was twelve percent. You do the math on that. He's going to be in the hole for twenty five years. Covered, yeah, <laughs> right. Keep it going for twenty five. Yeah. You're gonna, you're gonna, your spine's gonna fall out of your ass because you're working so hard. But because in that business, there's not a huge markup, from what I understand. Oh, it's brutal. Well, not the bar, especially the well, restaurant. If you're yes, if the restaurant side because food's expensive, the yeah. cost of food, and it used to be the. The rule was like three to one. Whatever you could make it for, whatever yeah. your costs were, multiply it by three. That's what you got to sell it for. Now they're saying it's almost four Five. times. Yeah. Man. Yeah. And alcohol, you have to just be pouring tons of alcohol to balance that out because you got to buy it all. That's crazy. Not a business I'd ever want to get into. And you know what I would do if I had uh, Brenda's Inferno? <clears throat> I would make it Brenda's Inferno and get the insurance. That's what I would do. I would just, oops, we had an Inferno with the Inferno. Some uh, lightning hit it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some lightning <laughs> from a certain group of people. They're insurance agents. Ah, <laughs> uh, it was it's great. A some Larry lightning. They hang around. <laughs> some, yeah, Larry McFeely lightning. That's what we'll call it. McFeely lightning came in and took it. Out. It was a great place, though. I just, I, I got to figure out Riff Raff Rescue. I got to figure out that. Well, that OTB is the big. I mean, you yeah, know, you they're there all that. afternoon. I know. And maybe three beers they or don't you know, move some. right. I don't know how much OTB and gets, when you need, pulls in. I think that has that has changed as well. I mean, I think you used to get more back in the day. I think they've changed yeah. some of the laws on that. We got the part. I mean, it just depends on who you're targeting. I just yeah. I wanted I want Brenda to win. I want Brenda to succeed. She seemed like such a nice lady, and the food was really good. But the only thing keeping me from dragging ass back in there is the riffraff. <laughs> now know? I want to go. I, I, let's go for lunch today. We'll go, I'll take over right. to Brenda's Inferno and we'll talk to her about the riffraff. <laughs> I heard. More than likely, we'll get that. I heard you guys talking. Oh, you listen? Yes. I'm like, trying to get rid of the riffraff. 
I can't. They've been with me for 30 years. So's the debt. Do you not tie them together? They're the problem. Was there a big picture of Taffer there and everything? <laughs> no. The whole no, they didn't I, do the whole thing. I would love. He it. probably has something signed over there. Uh, He's got to because we went. If he had, he oh yeah, it down. Oh. We, we went to that. What is it? Uh, Chalines or something in Black Canyon City? That barbecue yes. place that he rescued. Yeah. We went there one time because we we're out on the bikes, <laughs> and there's a big cardboard cutout in the doorway really? of him, and you can take a picture with him and all kinds. You of know, stuff. You know, Brady and I were supposed to be on that show. Really? Yeah. When they redid George and Dragon, they asked us if uh, we'd be a part of it, and I'm like, I want. That guy's business to fail. I hate that. <laughs> he robbed me on Super Bowl tickets. Badly. Really? So, oh, yeah. It was terrible, terrible, terrible deal. So, yeah. I got into a, an argument with a dude in Dallas who was supposed to have my tickets from him. And his little crony from England waited until the day of. I was there for two days. And I bought him through a, quote, charity event. Mm. Turns out that wasn't real. Pulled up in a caravan. And he pulls up and he's like, and I'm like, you bastard. I said, you've been running me ragged all over this goddamn town for two days. You show up the day, like an hour before we're leaving for the game. And I guarantee you, you're going to have the worst seats in the house. And I, I, and he goes, what's your problem, mate? What, you, what is your problem? And I'm like, oh, I'm in the middle of a snatch here. Yeah. His cab driver was with him. Luckily, or I'd have running ended it. Running a shell game with tickets. And he looks at me and he goes, what are you going to do about it? This little tiny guy gets in my face, and I'm like, I'm not going to do anything about it. And now all of a sudden, at the, the courtyard inn, uh, there's a, a group of people just looking over because you can feel the tension. And I'm kind of towering over this little guy. I'm a little nervous because he's got some guts on him. To like, He's about seven inches shorter than me, and I'm like, he's got a knife or something. Nobody's, nobody's bowing Ricky up Hatton. like this. So, yeah, and I told him, I said, uh, I said I'm not going to do anything about it, but let me tell you this. Do you have kids? Because, yeah, what does that have to do with anything? And I'm like, I hope. Your kids get a disease, and they're exactly $4,500 short of a cure because that's what I blew on this, quote, fake charity you guys are running, and I hope they die in your arms. And then the whole crowd goes, oh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you want to go, mate? And this cab driver guy grabbed him, and I got the tickets. They were terrible. I didn't sit in those seats. I had them for a friend. Gave those to a friend. And when my friend called. I'm like, where are your seats? He goes, we're in the building. And I'm like, is it good? And he goes, we're in the building. And I said, where are you? And he goes, you see the moon? And I'm like, what? And he goes, we're right behind it. <laughs> Obstructed view. <laughs> right. So, yeah. Anyway, the riffraff. One thing I'm not is riffraff. I try real hard not to be riffraff. Like, if you had a barload of Jeremy's, the beautiful people aren't coming in. <laughs> You're losing. You got to get rid of them. God, riffraff. Riffraff rescues a thing. We just have to judge people and kick them out by the way they look. And there's uh, amazing Ugh, how many brutal. groups you got, you know, on the riffraff side of it. Like if your bar oh. or restaurant goes one side or the other. Yep. Yep. Uh oh. Yeah, a lot of the times that's uh, you know, like you start getting too young, you start getting too old. You got a riffraff. What are you gonna do? Like if Stake Forty Four all of a sudden had off track betting, you'd lose a lot of people. And off-track betting's fun. But there's Me, Toledo, and Jeremy right. were the riffraff in there that night. <laughs> right, but, yeah. You know. yeah. But no, actually, you do great. Jeremy's always the riffraff. You can take your hat off. Yeah, and, and once you sudden, take the hat off. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, Clark Gable wanders in the room for a second. Like, all right, God damn it, Brett and his freaking hair. Uh, it's 622. So anyway, riffraff rescue. I don't know if I have the guts to do it without getting stabbed, but walk up and go, excuse me, how are you guys doing tonight? We're fine. Why? 
I'm going to take your Budweiser and your pills. We're, we're closing up. <laughs> Grab your pills. <laughs> Grab your life-saving pills and take them and your Budweiser. You need that. And let's go over to Riff Raff Corner because I think that's a good – and we just we, – we house them in a corner. No races today. COVID. <laughs> oh. <laughs> We've all got COVID. You need to go. I got the antibody. Oh, you're the antichrist. Everybody out. <laughs> we got decent-looking people coming in here. Let's get a wake-up some. But I will tell you, the food's great. I enjoyed it. It was really good. And they poured a, a good drink, too. They taught them how to pour drinks real well. It was solid. They have some pepper drinks on the menu, too. That was How much Bar Rescue do you watch and memorize? <laughs> I saw that one. I was there yesterday, and I don't remember this much about the place. <laughs> when did you watch it? It'd be months ago. Oh, no. It was probably a month ago. Man, that's a lot of... Uh, you absorb very little probably- information unless it's restaurant rehabs. That's pretty good, Brady. To remember their menu. When, whenever I come home from, or if I get home between eleven or whatever, right. it's on. Right, Ronnie. Watches. Well, you memorize it. That's the thing, though. I was there. I looked at the menu yesterday. You remember more about it than I do. I'm impressed. He might be riffraff. We might have to let him go. <laughs> I have yeah. some cash today to bet on some. Want to go OTB? That's what I wanted to do. Actually, I wanted to get involved with the riffraff. They looked like they were having a blast. Hell of a handicap. Yeah, I need to do it somewhere else. <laughs> go in there. Ace Rothstein, glasses. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I have to ask you to go. Riff Raff Corner, Robert. Uh, let's get a wake-up song, shall we? 585-9800. A good one. We'll scream it together. It's 98K. But wake up! Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 2020 is coming to an end, and we are not mad about it. In fact, at Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, we're celebrating with huge savings. You pay what we pay with employee pricing plus at the big finish sales event happening now. So this holiday season, wrap up 2020 with a win and get big savings on every new Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram. Visit us at the Scottsdale Auto Show off the 101 and Indian School Road or just do it all online at ChapmanDodge.com. Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Get more.